0: G'day and you're listening to the larry lakers on youtube today because austin continues lakers luca lambton and g'day south bay they're our big stories today thank you for joining us Please remember to subscribe, like, share, and comment. We want to hear the dribbling chit-chat on the Larry Lakers dribbling chit-chat. Thanks to you, the listener. You have put the questions forward every week, and we've got the credits at the end for the questions from this episode. A quick podcast, because plenty is happening in the World Cup with FIBA, with the Lakers players. They seem to be everywhere. Luka Doncic looks like they'll be the next competitor for Australia. Lampton looks like a next competitor for someone else. We'll give you the news in a minute. And G'day South Bay is also news with a Lakers connection. The Larry Lakers. Dribbling chit-chat. It's a pleasure to cover a late night game over here. We were watching pretty late and it was hard to get stay awake, but this man kept us awake. Austin Reeves, finally named player of the game. People said, is this real? Is it just hyperbole? Is he this good? Austin Reeves, but FIBA thought so. Player of the game, but USA 109 versus Greece. 15 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds for Austin, all in just 17 minutes. But what about the efficiency? 3 of 4 on 2s, 1 of 3 on the 3s, but 6 of 6 from the line. He's everywhere. Austin Reeves, he seems to be on every podcast going. But we have to say he deserves to be on ours today. Who else deserves to be on? Great question there. I think it was from Big Finns at Stacks of Wins. Former Laker Josh Hart played the perfect part. There's a rhyme for you. Something special about the game he played. People said before it looks like it's a bit quiet. Has Coach Kerr forgotten him? But Josh Hart looks like the perfect part player for this young side. What did he do, Josh Hart? Well, 81, 109, the USA ran away from them, 1923, so closer. This FIBA phenomena that we were talking about where games are close in the first quarter against world teams, then the NBA, we asked the question last episode, are teams being out NBA'd? Because the longer games get, the early game seems to favor those who have a bit of knowledge about FIBA World Cup the refereeing, the new, the rules off the rim where you can tap the ball off in defence, where your defender hasn't got a defensive three seconds like the NBA, but then teams seem to adjust. Teams seem to come out with great energy as the opponent, but the USA, the NBA teams, and it's not just the USA. This is happening with Canada and other teams that have many USA players, Germany included, ones to watch, but... The game seems to build away from them. Let's look at who else stood out. Look, to me, thanks for asking who stood out there. D-styles at the nation's capital. D-styles at the nation's capital. Look, Austin Reeves deserves his credit. 15 points there. Very efficient on the shooting. We know about this and a very good plus minus. But Josh Hart, we highlighted him a second ago. It looks like it's only six points. And you might think, Tony, you've gone crazy. What are you talking about? But I watch the game. This guy has come in. He's not the biggest of players. He's a decent size wing, but he's physically strong but he fits in to wherever the hard work is. People have talked about how Austin Reeves fits in on offense to the work, but sliding down a little more, probably to the small forward, but he's willing to play the big forwards is Josh Hart, whereas Austin might be moving between the two guards, sometimes a little bit of the three and a little bit of the point. This man seems to slide down one more spot in terms of the hard work, isn't a lot taller, But look at the work he's done here and look at the efficiency. Two of two, two of two, and two of two. Not just that, 11 rebounds. It wasn't all defensive rebounds, nearly evenly split here. Six and five. This is something handy and he's such a good defender. But have a look at the efficiency here too. Only one personal foul. Josh Hart, something special there. Plus 19 was a handy game from Cameron Johnson. Cam Johnson is his known. Not that efficient though there on the shooting, but he was on at the right time with teams. The second lineups, they take the game away. As you saw there, as you go quarter by quarter, they get away from their opposition. They're playing the game of their life for a little while there against NBA stars, surprising them with their skill. But then there seems to be an adjustment from the USA and other teams That have got quite a few NBA players. Tyrese Halliburton continues to impress. Sure, you might say it's only nine points and three assists and two rebounds, but a real plus minus of 19. This guy is the real deal and continues to be a good part of this team in terms of gelling the starters and the next line up together. Tyrese Halliburton, something special as well there. Nice efficiency from the field goals, decent efficiency elsewhere, free throws, we like them, but more than Austin, great game, Austin Reeves, FIBA player of the match, exciting for the Lakers. Great to see an ex-Later Laker in Josh Hart, playing so well as well because there was question mark on how he'd fit in and as well as this still warming into it might be former Laker Brandon Ingram 17 minutes and not quite finding his run where he's like one of the main players he's the nearly the top or second top player consistently with the Pelicans and has been named an all-star in the recent past so Brandon Ingram not quite finding his click with the Team USA, but that's a former Laker. Luckily though, current Laker, Austin Reeves firing. What happened with the other players? Look, some people will remember another Californian uh, connection there with Big Papajana. He was a good player, Papagiannis. He played a great role there as center. Came out and really surprised the USA there. Hitting his 8 of 13. Look at his rate there. 61%. Fantastic. He had a great game there with his 17 points. Have a look at him compared to the others. He stood out. His NBA skill didn't last that long in the NBA. Sacramento had a little bit of a look at him. But people were hoping he would stay. I think some people just wanted a player they could name after some of the famous food outlets and pizza places over there, but he did have a great game um, there. Perhaps someone might give him another call back to the NBA because of how well he gets went against the USA. From the Lakers to Luca. what's co- what's coming next for the Aussies? It looks like if he wins tonight, it starts in the next hour. Luca has led Slovenia through the um, pool rounds. A surprise duel is their main star. No one else is close to it, but he continues to carry this team. If they do end up playing, I believe it'll be a rematch of the... Um, bronze medal game from uh the tokyo olympics that we refer to so often where australia got a win because patty mills played out of his brains the bigs were consistent and people like tory Th- um matisse Thibel played a great role but at the moment we're not sure those parts are clicking for australia so it, should we be scared that luca is coming after the aussies Australia beat Japan to get into that game, to sneak into second in their pool. Luka tonight they should confirm their place in the pool. As we said, the game starts in the next hour. Australia, 109 Japan, 89. They uh, jumped out of the gun at the start. For the first time, a good start in this World Cup for Australia. The team, the Japan team, a little smaller suiting some of the guys that have played in the Australian NBL. Guys like Xavier Cooks. It was a better game but more in their wheelhouse suited their game that they'd play in the NBL where he was the MVP and he really stood out in this game. Australia 109-89, you can see how close that it was in uh, that sorry compared to other games and they jumped out well at the start jumped out well at the second quarter but where it's close here have a look at this third quarter japan tried to turn it around and they tried to turn it around the fourth quarter they'd get the game back close to double figures and you'd think oh what's going on here it's starting to tighten up they'd hit a couple of little threes but it did wear them out a fair bit Um, japan where one of their star was Utah, the shooter you uh, to he's someone we wanted before on the lakers we've said why can't they go for him when he was available there just before i think from the raptors brooklyn got him he might have been on just a little bit higher than the minimum contract then post brooklyn a team that's needed a stack of minimum contracts in the form of phoenix went and got this guy and he's got a connection with um Kevin Durant, because of playing at, at uh, Brooklyn. So we would have loved to have him. I'd be interested to see how he'd fit in. I guess we've got a lot of wings. But Utah, the shooter, as his name, what a nabi. Had a great game there for Japan. Now let's have a good look at Australia here for those who are pretty keen. Nick Kay continues to be a standout on the real plus and minus. I think he topped it here. He was uh, yet he's not necessarily smashing them athletically. You think what's going on? But this guy continues to do the blue collar work and look at his efficiency here. Six of eight, uh, five of six there. And of course is um, one of two we can hit the occasional three pointer. The star in terms of the stats and the person FIBA gave player of the game, which Josh Giddy of the OKC, some criticism or some people like Inca um, Mick the Inca who doubts Palenka, one of our questioners, he asks if Giddy is doing enough work off the ball. We'll try and analyse that a little more for you in the next episode and on the pod, but the stats that he filled up here that impressed people and got, got him this award fever player of the match. 26 points, uh, 10 of 18, reasonably efficient, but uh, he actually hit the occasional three, which I think you'll get... His, his shot seems to be a little bit off this part of the hand, but it's a bit of a push. But he's eventually the stats have got to come around that he gets 33-40% like he has tonight, 2 out of 5. And that will just keep the defence honest, both here and when he plays for OKC. I guess he's just got to keep taking that occasional 3. And that'll keep the d honest he was 20 on the real plus minus he wasn't alone though patty mills had 20 on the real plus minus without having quite as good a shooting night four or 13 three or seven there from the two and only one of six from three yet he makes a difference in his leadership we need to have patty mills i thought when they lost against germany there was a stint in the fourth quarter we needed patty mills on or Joe Ingalls. And when we didn't have them on against Germany, that made a difference there. That stint without a senior head just went on a little bit too long. I thought we needed one of those two. On there, another uh, good games again. Josh Green inserted into the starting lineup, which means I think for the coach there's a question mark on how do we best use one of the stars from Tokyo in Matisse Thibel. That's a great question. Thirteen minutes is not enough for Matisse. Again, it might be Styles make fights might not have been the perfect fit for Japan, and we'll criticise for not having scoring in the starting lineup, but by putting. Josh Green in, we get scoring, potentially, and we get defense. This guy's willing to have a great go into the defense. So 15 points for Josh Green, jumped in as a starter, had 10 in the first half. Part of that jumping out of the gate well for Australia for the first time in this World Cup made a real difference. Look at his efficiency 5 of 7, 3 or 3 from the two-pointer and hitting 50% there of threes. Now that is going to be great there for uh, any team but it's hard. He can do it sometimes. Matisse will surprise people particularly in these World Cup games. He'll take shots that he might not take necessarily back at with Portland and previously with Philadelphia, but he's a bit better shooter than people recognise, particularly under pressure when Australia's needed him. I hope we don't forget him. I hope we can get him back in. The question is, how do we get him into the mix? Uh, Chris Goulding, we called for a big to replace Chris Goulding just before. Great player in the Australian NBL, but we could usually use one more big. Joao he's only got the 30 minutes because Xavier Cooks had a backup big, a little lighter, usually against big players, But the size of the Japanese team, the mobility he gave us, um, just relentless. They didn't seem to box him out. Happens in the LBL where he was MVP and now he's with the Washington Wizards. But he seems to be able to sneak in, tap a ball, keep it alive. And he's got good movement on defense where he'll block a shot as well, particularly on um, reasonable size opponents. Uh, So a little bit, they think they're past him and he gets back there to block the shot. He did it a couple of times last night. mcclung and trevlin queen so we're going to have a quick look at um south bay the lakers good news we like to see the lakers family where they go in the league these two believe it or not have ended up in the same team Orlando so McClung looks like he's got a um, contract at least for the season here it might be non-guaranteed I believe but with Orlando he ended up being the dunk champion he's been to a few stops since I think he had a little run there with the Warriors he's had a run with Philadelphia might have had a short contact with Chicago but this guy is uh, an excitement machine at his height and then won that dunk contest everyone likes a shorter dunker around the six foot Six foot one, six foot two, and what about travelling clean? He was a favourite, just a worker, worker around that six, seven, six eight, and we want wings, but getting that consistency on his uh, outside shot, and um, he's be- he's been the MVP of the G League in the past, so. a player who uh, deserves to, he just keeps coming up when people have got to fill a roster. He's most recently played with Indiana and now Orlando willing to give him a go, a contract there for I believe at least this year. From the Lakers to Luca to Lambton, LLL, like the Larry Lakers. These were our questions tonight. Big fins at Heaps of Winds, Tim Hugs at Destination Anywhere, Sean at Abbey Takeaway, Jai the Retro Shoe Guy, and D Styles in the Nation's Capital. D Styles asked us last week you had a story on the podcast and it was great to hear some other voices other than mine and it was these young fellows at a cinderella story at a small school in the state knockout for the 15s basketball and these guys got through the first round for the first time in seven to ten years and now they're through the second round and of course if they get through this round they'll be in the final 16 of the state but this round they'll be playing against Lambton so the LLLs I believe that's on next Monday good luck to that team Skowtown so that's I believe scone high 15s and under basketball first time in more than 10 years they've made it into the third round and it's against schools about three times the size of their school all of them have been away games this will be their first home Game. Thanks for asking that question. You're all the way in the nation's capital, D Styles. We're all the way out here in the bush, but it's good to see the capital is interested in the battlers in the bush. Bush basketball still alive. Now, thank you for listening to the show. Please go to the podcast. We want to cover more there. We're going to try and get an interview with Mick the Inker who doubts Polinka himself. I think previously part of a national high school basketball champion winning team. But please subscribe, Um, look, get the notices, uh, ring the bell, like and share and comment. We want to get your comments as the people just there did so that we can have the dribbling chit chat. You ask the questions, we'll provide the chat.